Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey, welcome back to the Passion Connected Podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. You get to listen in on a conversation that was so, so fun for me. So I have some new friends, Lydia and Emma, who are the co-host of the Holy Ship Podcast a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, relationships. And I love this episode so much. So we actually swapped and I did an episode for their podcast and they did one for mine. And they, I say it at the beginning of this episode, but they are just beautiful souls. And I loved the different perspectives that they were able to bring to things. So one of them is in a relationship right now and one of them is single. And both of them were able to just talk about what it was like to figure out their sexuality amongst amongst the seasons that they're in. So from college to being pastors, kids to different places in the United States. And that was really fascinating to me. We talk about everything from how to advocate for your heart in a relationship, what it is like learning about sexuality when you're single and why that is so important. And so there's so much packed into this short, sweet episode. I love it so much. So without further ado, welcome Lydia and Emma. And I can't wait for you guys to find them, check them out and see what they're all about. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on to the Passion Connected Podcast. I am so pumped to talk to you guys and introduce you to my listeners because I just, okay, first of all, I get to like see you on Zoom and your smiles and your hearts are gorgeous. I can just like see your souls like radiating beauty. So I know this conversation is going to be so, so, so good. So Lydia, Emma, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Let us know a little bit about you. Hi. So I'm Lydia. Um, I live in New York city and yeah, we started the Holy ship podcast. So other person's Emma, if she wants to hop on. So Lydia and I met in college. Um, we both went to a Christian private university in New York city. Uh, so that's where we met. I dated all throughout high school and, uh, I dated a little bit in college, Um, But Lydia and I really bonded around the topic of sex and sex ethics and Christian relationships. Uh, We are obviously in a Christian community and in college, but um, we took a lot of uh, philosophy courses together. So we were also very uh, just passionate about talking about sexual ethics and what that looks like in a Christian sphere. So we bonded over that and um, then 2020, we became great virtual friends during the pandemic. And, uh, we had the brainchild for the podcast, uh, I would say in that time. And so it, it took a lot of planning and effort, which Lydia mainly does because she's so organized and put together. Um, yeah. And then we started, uh, the Holy Ship podcast, but 
We both live in New York City now. We're like 10 blocks away from each other. Mm-hmm. And, hey, there yeah. you go. So <laughs> I feel like I feel like an important thing to know is we're both pastor slash priest kids. So oh, that's that true. comes up a lot. <laughs> it does. Wow. Yes. So we both had different upbringings and Christian circles and also like geographically very different because mm-hmm. a lot of parts in the United States look differently with how they talk about sex mm-hmm. and in Christian atmospheres. So yeah. that's been really fun to, mm-hmm. to hash out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, tell me more about that. Like you guys's difference in that, like you came from like a similar situation, but you just saying like people talk about sex differently. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. So I grew up Christian, but I grew up in the Midwest. Emma grew up in Florida. So, you know, little difference there. Um, I grew up in like a super small town. And I feel like the default was just like everyone was kind of Christian. And so it was like hardcore purity culture growing up and like all of that messaging. Mm-hmm. And like, even like outside of the church, like that was just really embedded in the culture of the area I grew up. And so there's like a lot of shame around sex and like talking about sex. And like, if you found out like, someone in your town was having sex before marriage. It was like very taboo. Like everyone would talk about it very Mm -hmm. gossipy. So I think just like growing up, seeing that, like if we ever, ever talked about sexuality, it was in like a very like negative light and like out of God's plan. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I grew up in a more metropolitan, I guess, area in Florida, very dense. Um, So I was like exposed to culture I would say, so it wasn't really, um, something that I was intentionally sheltered from, uh, but also my father is a priest in the Episcopal church. So that's a faith, uh, tradition that has kind of avoided like the reformation. Cause that was all, um, you know, Protestant Baptist, um, type. So it never really had strong messaging of purity culture, of course, mm-hmm you know, churches differ from, uh, state to state, but just in a, uh, denominational sense, I never really got those strong messages. Um, what I didn't receive though, was a good sex education and, uh, not to fault my parents. They're amazing people. I felt so well equipped for the world, but in that specific area, um, I don't know how I really missed that education either. I didn't reach out for questions and they didn't come to me to specifically educate. Just somehow it was avoided (laughs) in my life. And thank God I didn't discover sources like nefarious sources to kind of teach me that. Um, I kind of just learned as I got older and, and talked with amazing people. And so I never really had a a bad experience. I would just say I was very much lacking a sex education up until college. Honestly, I knew nothing in high school. So mm-hmm. even dating, which yeah, sets yeah. up the scene very dangerously. I also, <laughs> I think like another difference, I went to a public high school. And so I was like, I feel like more saturated with yeah. a lot more messaging than Emma was. And so that's like a lot of where our differences come into play too. Yeah. I was homeschooled. So, (laughs) but like, I like to say I was not in a very like country-esque homeschool environment. Like I was still in the city. 
everybody was just very much, it just felt like New York, honestly, but with palm trees and beach, like everybody was just very (laughs) focused on work, very focused on just being busy and having hobbies and stuff like that. So it just wasn't even a a thing in, in life really, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's a little bit of our difference there. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. It's kind of, well, it actually reminds me a little bit of my husband and I, cause he was homeschooled um, and he was a pastor's kid and I was not a pastor's kid, but I went to public school and like Lydia, you said, just got more of that messaging and like had all of that sort of stuff to work through. So speaking of working through it. So Emma, you said you're in a relationship right now and Lydia, you are single and I oh, yeah. love that dynamic duo. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Be proud of it. Yes. Um, so you guys are, you know, talking about sex and, and starting jumping into that education and learning and, and advocating for that. What has that been like? Maybe both of you can just like share either or side, but, um, learning about healthy sexuality in that season that you're in right now. Oh boy. Yeah. Lydia, do you want to go first? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's been kind of a crazy experience because I would say kind of like my journey with like trying to learn about healthy sexuality really stemmed. And I'm going to talk about this on the podcast a lot, but from being in a relationship and being like, wait, why am I not having sex? And like suddenly Mm. the Bible saying so is not like a really great reasoning behind it anymore when you're confronted with like actually wanting to have sex. And So yeah, it like really got me like researching and, you know, eventually like leads us to talking on a podcast about it, but honestly, like getting to hear all these like people's perspectives on the podcast and like, like having like these older people or people in different stages in life, really talking about their experience, where they're at now, like the resources that help them. And then being able to like research that for myself and like, honestly, learning about anatomy was like a huge part of me. I read the book, come as you are. And like, was just like learning about like mm-hmm. sexual desire and arousal and like all this stuff. And like my mind was completely blown that I like didn't know anything about my body and like the sexual yeah. parts of who I am. And then just like learning yeah. that God created those parts of my body, that he did create us as sexual beings. And like, what does that like actually look like? And like, how does that like play out in my day-to-day life? And then, yeah, I don't know. I just been it's been an interesting journey, but it's been really it's been cool to see it just unfold. And I feel like every time we do another episode on the podcast, I learn something else. And I just feel like so inspired to keep learning more and keep talking about it because I don't think it is talked about with like Christian single girls at all. And like, we're just expected to have this like turnaround of knowledge as soon as we do get Mm -hmm. married. And it's like, that's kind of too late. Like, let's start talking about it now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you. That is so inspiring and encouraging. And I feel like such a good just example and message for people who, because like you said, it's kind of like we're supposed to have this turnaround and that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you don't just become a different person because you get in a relationship or get married. Like you need to start these things ahead of time. So I love it. Anyone listening, single, follow Lydia's example. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It is good. I think also like uh, we both, well, at least for me, it was like, I was not going to have sex before marriage, but when we first started the podcast, I had just entered my relationship and I realized there's 
so many more sexual activities you can do that isn't sex (laughs) um, before marriage. So that's, you know, something that we wanted to define quickly was like, what is sex? Like, what is purity? What does that even mean? Um, And then like, talk about the other things like, you know, anal and blowjobs and, and contraception and like all in all of the things that could be approached or put in a young woman's path Mm -hmm. who hasn't really had a full education. Um, we wanted to talk about because how I kind of learned everything was through the moment, through experience and being brought some of these things to my attention that I never thought about before. And so like, how do you accumulate knowledge and make healthy boundaries and choices for yourself and for your relationships? Um, that, that was kind of my experience and it, it all happened while I was in a relationship. So I don't think it's impossible to do in a relationship or like necessary. I think ideally it would have been great to work through some of it before I got in a relationship, but at the same time, it it worked for me and I'm Mm -hmm. sure it can work for someone else. Luckily, I I do have an amazing boyfriend who's always been very respectful and wants to have those conversations. Um, So it might not work out for everyone, but um, having opportunity to talk about all the different things um, that you may do is really important. Um, And also like what Lydia was saying about anatomy is like, I didn't even like look downstairs until I got into a serious relationship (laughs) where that was like coming up. And I was like, look, I don't want, um, sorry, mom, to listen to this episode. I was like, I don't want someone (laughs) to touch me in places that I've never touched myself, not in a sexual yes. way, but in just no, though, like, really, right? Just Lydia's getting blood. We have to talk about this, Lydia. <laughs> I'm not arguing. I'm just laughing. <laughs> so yeah, so that was an, another reason why I think it was important for me to, you know, be in a relationship so that I had to focus. I had to be like, I can't just go through life. There's a point where. I think we talked about this in an earlier episode too. It's like, what's the difference between um, like ignorance and, um, and what was it? Ignorance and innocence. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. So yeah, it was like, at what point does the two intersect or one become the other? And so that's Mm. something that I was approached with when I started dating. So it's probably say, yeah, like, last year of college, post-college was when I really started to have these conversations. So it's never too late. Um, I just think it would have been more helpful a little bit earlier, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's a little bit of my experience. I kind of rambled there. (laughs) No, so good. Every word. So, so good. I love it. So yeah, I love you talking about the ignorance and innocence thing. And I think that's why I'm so big about education because I feel like there are people who they don't even have they don't have the foundation to like make the decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I would love to hear, um, Emma, if you want to just kind of like keep going on a little, cause you're like in that sphere right now, but I really feel like a lot of it comes down to heart mm-hmm. and like 
are you even like mentally and emotionally making a decision or are you kind of just letting it happen? Is it just like coming up? So what is, what has it been like for you to, I guess, discover your heart and also advocate for it in the relationship? Cause you said that you didn't have, you know, like a lot of those conversations, you were discovering yourself, your body, who you are sexually, um, in this relationship. And I know for just to give like a preface for me, I had a lot, I had a lot of foundation, but when I got together with my, um, boyfriend to be husband, (laughs) um, I didn't realize that there were a lot of emotional things I hadn't worked through and a lot of heart decisions that I was kind of like willing to just like lay them down because, you know, he was there and he loved me and he cared for me and we were going to get married. Um, what has that process been like for you? Like, do you feel like you've been empowered to be able to like, you know, put your heart out there and, and, and advocate for yourself or, or how has that been? Hope yeah. I made that question. <laughs> no, I hope you understand I, what I'm saying, but yeah. Yeah, I do understand what you're saying. I think going back to, um, the episode that you had, um, on our podcast talking about, um, how there's always like a stronger person in, in the relationship, Um, and there's one who's more adaptable. I think I'm definitely the more adaptable one. Um, and in the beginning, I think it was very hard to kind of make, um, good decisions for myself if I wasn't, you know, fully informed or I was just kind of like going with the flow, didn't have like strict boundaries. Uh, but at the same time, I was faced with a lot of different challenges or roadblocks in the relationship that made me a lot stronger, that um, really grew my character where I wouldn't have grown in these ways if I didn't go through that. Specifically, I think um, uh, just and from like a security or an insecurity standpoint, um, I will always struggle with insecurity. I think a lot of women will, um, but kind of learning to love myself and to appreciate, um, the way I look, the person who I am, uh, has been really empowering and important and a part of our relationship, knowing that, you know, my, my partner might have been with other people and how do I not dwell on something like that? And, you know, affirm my worth and the person I am in, in Christ and how I look and not, not letting past decisions or mistakes or bad habits that someone else might have affect the way I see myself. Um, and that's been super integral to my life. Um, and it's kind of made me more secure in the way I look Mm -hmm. and the person who I am, because I have to, because I have to stop worrying about what other people may think, the choices they may make and have to start thinking about what I think about myself, what Christ may think of myself and my relationships and focus first on that relationship and me before I focus on my relationship with others. And so through Mm -hmm. all of that, instead of being led and, and kind of being adaptable, I've been able to stand up a little bit taller, a little bit stronger and be like, no, we're not doing this. Yes. We're doing this. 
Um, sure, that sounds great. No, not really. Let's talk. And so I think people can change through a, a process and through a relationship like that. Um, and I think that's a really beautiful and great thing. It just can be a little dangerous is what I, I tell other girls that I may talk to is like, if you are going through a relationship and you're unsure about some of these things, just make sure you have an understanding partner who's willing to stick it out and be patient um, and, and have um, time to work through um, either, you know, your insecurities or, or his and, and kind of just grow and, and take time there. So, yeah, I hope yeah. that answered your question. No, that was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with that, I, I love that so much. And I hear, I relate with your heart a lot. So it's funny. Cause I'm, I'm like <clears throat> definitely the stronger person in our relationship, but also I'm like just an internal little softy. So like if Kyle asks for something, I'm like, yes, here, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> um, and so it's funny to be that strong person, but also to like be so quick to like lay down. <laughs> um, and so I want to hear like, as you've worked through that, like what advice do you have for, for people learning to, to, to come into their own, to advocate for themselves? Like what's the best thing that you've done or best, like just practical bit of advice to, to grow as a person like that? Yeah. I think I'm going to throw it a little bit, um, to, to Lydia in a second. Cause I, I think one of the, I'd say two things that really changed my life all within the podcast, I guess, would be first, um, we talked with this amazing woman named Hannah Ward, and she was the first person to really make me excited about sex and my body. And even though that's, that's something that I personally want to save for marriage, it no longer became something to be afraid of or that I couldn't talk about. I think after that um, episode, Lydia and I were both really changed. Um, and I, I just felt so much freedom uh, from that. And then the second thing would be, we also uh, talked with a couple um, who uh, one struggled with porn addiction and how um, that couple worked through that addiction and how it um, changed one, how it changed the wife's life in a positive way about the way she saw herself um, in her relationship with God and with her husband. And so that was really important for me. And then Lydia, like she'll have all the great advice. I go to her, um, so Lydia, <laughs> why don't you share some pockets of wisdom? <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember what the original question was, but I'm uh, very flattered like right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So as somebody is learning to come into their own and like mm -hmm. discover like what they think sexually, like for themselves, um, to advocate for their heart and what they feel mm -hmm. is right. Um, and what they understand of the Lord and, and their relationship, um, especially as they step away from, you know, parents and like, okay, like, who are we going to be? And all of that, what is like practical advice that you would give someone to, to lift themselves up in that way. Like Emma said, like she started to like stand up a little straighter and like, mm -hmm. you know, able to say, yes, I want this. No, I don't want that. Like just advice yeah. for anybody who's ready to advocate for themselves. Really. 
Yeah. yeah. And to be clear, my advice would be like resources, like people and definitely yeah. and then Lydia, you and whatever, you now would like to share. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I feel like the kind of like headline of what I'm about to say is just like finding your why first and foremost. And for me, like I'm a researcher, I love reading, I love talking with people. And so like when I was first trying to figure out like my why behind any of my sexual ethics, it was like, first off, like going to the Bible, like reading anything I could find about like sex, intimacy, like love, like literally anything. But like, honestly, once you do that, still a little confusing, I'll be honest. And so like, I was talking to my (laughs) pastors about it and like what their thoughts were and like my mentors and like friends, like from all different like stages of life and like having those conversations like helped specifically with my pastors, like putting those like passages in context and like really like digging into like, what is God's Mm -hmm. design for this was so helpful. And like, in like, dates I've been on since then, or even like looking back at like past relationships, I feel like it's made me have a lot stronger of a why, but then being able to like stand up for it and like saying like, no, like actually like I believe this and like, here's why. And like, you know, just like having those conversations becomes a lot more easier when like, I actually understand that for myself. And I think, you know, like I'm always saying like resources are huge and like just reaching out to people and asking if they want to have these conversations. Cause I think a lot of people do and you can like learn so much from just talking to other people about it. Yes. Oh my goodness. I just, I love that. It's, it's intentionality. It's like mm-hmm. actually taking the time. And I think, I think a lot of people don't actually think my sexuality needs like work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I might actually have to, to do something. Um, and the fact that like, you're there and saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm researching and I'm looking into this and I'm asking people and I'm, I'm, making this part of my life a priority enough. So to actually work through my why that is huge, 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 huge. I love that so much. Okay. So we've talked about so many things, both on my episode with you guys and your episode here. Um, is there anything else that you're just like, if, if somebody was in my like listening and they're in this, the same stage of life, um, or they're working through things, this is what I would want them to know. Is there anything that you would want to share? Okay. I actually have like a little piece of encouragement just because I feel like I've been like really struggling with this recently. Um, but I think like, if there's any like one listening and they have like done sexual things or have a sexual past and they've Mm. like been ashamed of that, like you're not too far gone. And like, you can still like make decisions now, like for your future and, just like on top of everything, like God's like, not like ashamed of you. Like he loves you and he like wants a relationship with you and he wants to be close with you still. And he wants to be a part of that life and like, have you let him into that? And yeah, like God's or Jesus's blood is so much stronger than like anything you've done. And so you can work through that and you can like, like still like have that past and like not be ashamed of your sexuality and who you are moving forward. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you can still expect good down the road. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. I sounded Irish there for a second. Down the road. <laughs> like, down the road. No, you can still like expect good things. Mm-hmm. Like God still wants and has good things for you. Like it doesn't. It, he's not withholding them because of anything that you've done. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love that encouragement so much. Sorry, am I interrupted you? So what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, the same encouragement, but also just to extend that to guys as well. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm in an empower guy stage of my life right now, just because of, of all, the, <laughs> yes. all the shame that I've seen um, that they get, especially in this atmosphere. And it's just, there's so much hope for, for everyone in this, um, in this particular area that should not be left just within the bedroom should be integrated holistically in your life. So yeah. I would just give the same encouragement, Lydia. I think that's great. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. So where can people find you? Tell us where you like to connect, um, any resources or anything that you've got. We'd love to hear it. Well, Lydia, you can connect with her on, no, I'm just kidding, on all of the dating apps. <laughs> you can, <laughs> if men are listening, <laughs> find me. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. Um, no, we connect primarily through Instagram and our email. And so our Instagram is at theholyship.podcast and our email is theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. So. Okay, perfect. I will have that linked below. Thank you guys so much. I love this conversation. I am looking forward to so much more. Honestly, it's going to be so good. So thank you so much. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it was encouraging to you in whatever season that you're in. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and were able to laugh along with us. If this episode was helpful, please, please, please leave a five-star review and a comment down below on Apple Podcasts. Ratings are everything for podcasts and I would love to get the message out there of everything that we're sharing, which is just shame-free, healthy sexuality. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the Passion Connected community and I can't wait to see you next week.